Blog Talk Radio. talkradio.com slash it's the radio show so that means you're listening to the radio show and that deserves another applause I feel like just because alright back for another live episode on a Tuesday got the crew here got the jerk Tiki Blue Easy ATL Diva and your boy Cujo here pretty soon what's going on everybody another Tuesday how's everybody feeling Enjoying the weather. Yes, sir. So y'all just gonna sit there? This is a talk show. Just just (laughs) out here. Just we just out here in these streets. Surviving the weather and all its foolishness. Maybe not these streets. Maybe we in these hallways. Maybe we just out here in these hallways. (laughs) No, I'm in these streets, like you know, avoiding people, like left and right. (laughs) Ah, and wearing a freaking mask. Hope you guys are happy. Wearing a freaking mask. Well, you, you sound so disappointed that I don't know that you have to wear a mask. What's, what's up with that, Diva? Like, I mean, what's what's wrong with wearing a mask? I like my lip gloss, and you can't wear your good lip gloss when you have to cover your face in a mask. It gets stuck, yep. and it's pretty gross. Because that's exactly what people want want with their pandemic to look cute. I mean, it's First about staying all, safe. Don't listen. No, don't come for me. Listen, we in the hell of 2020. Hell, looking good is almost all you got besides your health to even entertain yourself. We can't go nowhere. We can't travel. We can't do nothing. At least you could look good while you're suffering in quarantine and stuff. 
Just saying. Yeah, maybe so. Lip gloss it, makes women feel happy. Of course, in the pandemic, Diva would say something about being a diva. It only makes sense. But <laughs> for the people out there listening, we definitely mm-hmm. appreciate it. If you want to hit us up, you can do that, 516-387-1805. You can text us, 678-800-1677. Or you can send us an email to radioshowinbox at com. All right, everybody. So, um this we're gonna start off the show here with a pastime that everybody just loves to death, and <laughs> that's making fun of me. We're gonna be a little self-involved for a second before we get into the story, because who's gonna pass up an opportunity to poke fun at me about something? All right, so um, about I don't know, maybe a couple of months ago, we had a conversation that segued into strip club food, and I never thought in my wildest dreams that I would be on the wrong side of this argument. I cut up a little bit of uh, archived uh, show sound here to kind of set this up. There's an NBA player named Lou Williams who broke the NBA bubble, risked it all. He had to deal with a family emergency, but in the midst of that family emergency, this guy made a pit stop. And where did he make a pit stop at? Magic City. Did he go there to watch Cinnamon shake it up? Maybe he did. But the reason that he really went there was to make a food run. Now, I had no idea when we talked about this that this would end up doing that. But we had a conversation about this, a discussion slash argument on a previous uh, episode. And, uh, yeah, I just ended up on the wrong side of it. So I'm going to play a little bit of show sound just to set this up. Take a listen. For some weird reason, I associate food at the theater, like eating food at the strip club, like it's, it's nasty. You just know it's nasty. I'm just, no, I mean, not it all tastes of them. like like Applebee's. Yeah, I mean, it's not, not all it's not all bad. I mean, it tastes like if you went to an Applebee's or a Ruby Tuesdays or, you know, something like that. Wait, you so had a go, meal at a strip were, club? Yeah. Hold on now. Have you not? Strip clubs have delicious chicken wings. Let's not oh, no, we're not bringing chicken. back this argument from years what? ago. We're not doing this. Please, no. Excuse <laughs> You didn't. You do not eat wings anywhere where there's open ass all over the place, man. We talked about this. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you don't. All right. So that was from the May 12th episode. And in that sound right there, I, I, Easy and I are steadfast in our belief that eating wings is some bullshit. This is what happens when stuff gets documented easy. So then that is not where it stops because the further embarrassment that I did not know was coming based on this story is in this show sound. Take a listen to this. All I'm saying is <laughs> you are ever afforded the opportunity to get wings from like Magic City or like any other, you know, <laughs> I'm just speaking specifically about like Magic City, like get wings from there. You will be surprised at how good those wings are. No, do not buy am, food from a no. strip club. I, it's not, it's not, not like that the out purpose of going to the strip club is not to get chicken wings. I'm so no, thrown off. No, you do not sit down to a steak dinner while cinnamon is up there making it clap. You just don't do it. Yeah, that did not age well at all. <laughs> so it aged well. You didn't age well, but that clip aged damn well. I am here for it. I am here for 2020, yes. The men are willing to risk it all. They like the wings more than they like cinnamon making it clap. 
Interesting. I okay. So I, this is okay. So I did this at my expense because wrong is wrong and easy, man. I, I got to start with you, man. We're on the wrong side of history on this one. What the hell, man? What happened? Like this, hey, you hey, don't look, even wing in a strip club. Time like, out. What, what is it? Time out. In our in our defense, we've never had them. So I guess we should have listened to our wonderful co-hosts and friends and just took their word for it because. Apparently, these things are popping. Like, I've heard ever since we had those two episodes, that's all I've been hearing. You know how it's like, it's like when you buy a car and you see everybody that has that same car as you. This is that same thing. Like, once we talked about that, I had conversations outside the show, and everybody had the same opinion about it. And I was like, damn, I need to find a way in the the world to make it to Magic City and get some wings. And Lou Williams said, hold my beer. I've always heard people say, I've always heard people say the food at strip clubs, especially the popping ones, are so good that people literally, people used to always say, man, I just go to the strip club for the food and the drinks, like to hang out. And then when you actually go, you, I mean, it's not really my thing, but I really could see how it's just the food, the drinks, and there just so happens to be girls walking around scantily clad, you know, but, I mean, apparently it works. This dude risked it all and got caught. Just saying. Damn, Jack Harlow. Come on, man. You got one popular song out. You see Lou Williams get starstruck and take a picture with him and tag the motherfucker. God damn it, man. You have one job. (laughs) So what's even more sad, y'all, is, is that, I mean, Magic City actually does DoorDash. So, I mean, he technically could have just had it, the wings delivered to his house. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, hold, hold on. on. They do DoorDash? They have DoorDash? I just Googled it. I wanted to see if he could have avoided this situation. And I just put it in the chat. Hopefully you can see it if it clears up. But, yeah, yeah Magic City, oh, 45 Street, delivery in Atlanta, DoorDash. You mean to tell me these wings are so good that the girls in the club are really just like that the damn appetizer or like a side dish? They're like the food is so uh, good there that they they get DoorDash deliveries. Wow, man! I tell you, you learn something new every damn day in this world. (laughs) It says get delivery from Magic City super fast to your door. Yep, from Google. Mm-hmm. But that's I'm forever. Right. I love like, Atlanta. I'm, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. First off, the fact that strip clubs are open during the pand—they're open during a pandemic. So I don't know how we social distance in a lap dance. I—it's an, an essential function. What are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. You just, you know, use some hand sanitizer and keep them. <laughs> you got to eat. You're in timeout, dude. <laughs> But I, so I, I'm just saying, I'm going back and I'm listening to that sound, and it's like if we were taking bets, like if this were like the lottery, and they said, you know what, 15 out of all the things that you said on this show that people could come back on you and maybe say that you had historically wrong, I mean, I would have bet everything I could that it wouldn't have been that strip club food is not the move, except apparently it is the move. I I just I don't know what to do. like I don't know what to do with this. Lou Williams risked the NBA bubble. 
Um, he's got what, what, ten more days of quarantine, easy, something like that. I mean, yeah. So when he got back, he had to quarantine for ten days. But the messed up part about this story is, so basically, this long story short, if you do everything you're supposed to while you're gone, you only quarantine for four days, and then if you test negative every day, then you can get back to basketball activities. Well, originally his plan was to quarantine four days, and then the photo surfaced. Um, on social media, and then it went to 10 days. So basically, um, uh, Jack Harlow needs to Venmo Lou Williams two game checks um, and help his boy out since he got him in this trophy. Because he Mm -hmm. has to pay, like, or he has to forfeit, like, $150,000, was it per game or total? Total. So he makes about, I think they were saying he makes, like, $80,000 per game. So He's missing out on like $160,000. Dang, that sucks. I think he could have gotten sold. And he's a, actually a really good player, which makes it even worse. Like, he's actually, they need him, which makes it even worse. But you said something that totally made my skin crawl. You Did you? And I could be wrong. Maybe I was half listening as usual, but... Did you say they have to get tested every day or every practice or something? Yeah, so when they, they have to, when they leave the oh. bubble, they have to get tested every day while they're out the bubble. So they literally So have as to long as they get consecutive negative tests every day. But isn't there another option? Like isn't there another You got the nose and something else? Well, I I don't know which one it is. Let's see, because I know that an aunt of mine who recently had to get tested because someone at her job tested positive, and I think they gave it to 14 people at work. So they said pretty much everybody else on her team has to go home and quarantine for 14 days, and they have to get a negative COVID test before they come back. She said they at her job they started doing it with blood first, like pricking your finger, and then they transition to like the thing up your nose, the swab. So yeah, but no, while while today. anybody creepy goes out the bubble, they have to uh, they have to test every day while they're out. Um, oh this my is a, god! This is just a, this is just amazing. Again, I just have to say this is amazing because I I just didn't know that we were going to be on the wrong side of history when it comes to um, this strip club food argument. And I mean, Diva just put it in our chat about DoorDash. Door so that means, you know, Freddie, the delivery guy, <laughs> is going to pull up at, at Magic City to pick up some wings to go take them to somebody. I just, this is, this is amazing. I mean, okay. And let's not forget the fact, let's also put this out here too. Let's not forget the fact that not only did that sound betray me, but my wife also knew about this as well. And when I was getting to her about, the people who were saying that, particularly Cujo and Tiki, that they're crazy, she was like, no, they're on the right side of this because they are good. I'm like, I give up, man. And now it didn't go viral. Johnny Manziel has mentioned something about that. It's this whole thing. I just, I don't know what to do. Maybe I'm just not going to mention my opinion on certain things like that. I'm going to just have to just roll with it. Man, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm shocked. So on the panel here, so Tiki, I know Cujo isn't here right now, but so Tiki, you've had them. Diva, have you? 
I can't remember whether you have. Have you? I have not, but I was thinking it could be a really good experience for us all because I'm on their website right now, and I think you can order online, which you can. So I don't really know how that works exactly, but I'm pretty sure you could call it in and pick it up probably. Call so it in and pick it up. It so you like just, a group ex- <laughs> so you just walk in and be like, you know, if you're a guy, you're like, yeah, um, I got to pick up for Smith. Um, yeah, the – Oh, they got some good flavors. Oh, my God. So I think maybe we should do, like, one of our Zoom videos should be on us all getting our – or a couple of us getting our hands on these wings and then, like, doing, like, a taste test. But we'll do well, it what live is the, so people can what see is, What is the mm-hmm. delivery radius? Because I'm on my DoorDash right now, and they're not coming up. So what, do we know what the delivery radius is? Um, usually the radius is about, um, uh, I want to say 10 to 20 miles sometimes. Sometimes 10 Ooh, miles. Oh, I'm Gucci then. I didn't try that. So, I don't know. They try to keep it anywhere from 5 to 10, I think. And then it just changes groups of restaurants as you, you know, whatever's closest to you within a, you know, a small radius it still take like 30 minutes or so. An hour yeah, because I put it in Magic City in my DoorDash and it did not come up. Yeah, we are well. I'm nowhere near it, so you probably have to be within maybe five miles or ten miles. Away. Yeah, that's why I'm saying if we could order it, we could do a to go order and just go pick it up. Or, I, I'm right. I, I mean, they'll say pick it up at nine o'clock, and I'll show up at uh, eight thirty. You know, just to wait on it. <laughs> get that. Get just that thirty sure minute show in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I just want to make sure, you know, it's hot and ready. So, yeah. Oh, it's hot and ready in there, yeah. brother. It is hot, it's hot and ready, ready. Like for sure. Everything them, like them booty cheeks on stage. Ain't right, ready for your money. I mean, that that right mm. there, I mean, hot and ready. <laughs> Let me start. <laughs> What's the most money y'all ever spend at the strip club? I don't spend my own money at the strip club. I wouldn't know. Oh, okay then. Well, guys oh, always need right, money. Like you don't have to like spend your own. If anything, you just you know. Much money. I mean, like, it's just us talking. This is just us talking, right? So we can mention about the money that we spend in there, right? And all right, like yeah, yeah, come on, right? We're all just friends here, right? And, it's just I us mean, talking. Yes. Yes. I mean, I ain't spent no ex- extravagant amount of money. You know, I got some friends that, you know, have visited the ATM in there. I might have spent, you know, $50 or something like that. But I've seen some of my buddies who I'm going to keep their name off of this. But I've seen them spend some rent money in there before. I've seen some rent money getting spent, you know, on that on that, <laughs> on that that fantasy land in there. So mm. Well, that's, um, not, that's not too bad. I mean... You you start getting into the two thousands and up. That's that's because you okay. We'll take into account they had drinks and other stuff, right? Uh, apparently, I guess okay. they must have had a meal too. The way things are going, maybe they had something to eat. You know, I don't know what. You know, I, I don't know how much, <laughs> what the wings taste like at pinups or something like that. I don't know. Um, Jer- you need something to coach your stomach. Wings is a little expensive. They like ten piece wings over there is fifteen dollars, and if you want all flats, it's seventeen dollars. And all drums are twenty. Oh, actually, it's the same. 
I actually all, like all dream, drums, so I, you know, when I do eat a wing, I, I would have to spring for the all drums, you know. I don't like the flat. Well, one thing, if we if we know one thing about this whole story, it's plenty of it's plenty of uh, you know people that are willing to step up and say that Magic City wings are really the truth. Will we ever find out whether they are? I, I don't mean, know. I can't say. They actually have a very um, good menu. I mean, I'm looking at the options, and I honestly exceeded my expectations. Oh, I, I really this, thought it was. All, I mean, wow. Um, is anybody yeah. else besides me just completely just confused at the, at the way this has turned around? Because I, I, I just I don't know. Like I don't know what to do. like I don't know what to do with this. I, my mind can't comprehend what somebody's you saying that this guy's a, he's a multimillionaire. Open my mind. I mean, open okay, your mind. Again. Can, can okay. somebody just please explain to me, like, what am I missing here? Like, Jerk, you even said yourself in that clip that we listened to, you were like, I equate strip food, strip club food to something that's probably nasty. How were we wrong about this? Especially myself. How was I this wrong about this? You're out of the loop. You're out of the game with, you know, how the city's moving, man. It's it, not your 16, fault. It just sounded so ridiculous. But so ridiculous and true. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, you, you just never think, you just never equate strip club and good food. But apparently, oh, in this city, I that, mean, that but is a let's safety. think about how you keep men's attention in the first place. There's no way you're going to keep men in a place long enough just with girls, because after a while, they get desensitized to looking at the women and they're going to get what? hungry so they may end up leaving so in order to keep them there you gotta and, and have that's a great food. point you know well, that and it probably keeps a lot of the people in there from passing out blacking out drunk because they got a little food in uh, their stomach and exactly. the longer they're up and and taking care of business they can uh keep spending money exactly yes. and guess what if women who don't really want to see the strippers will definitely enjoy themselves better if they've got good drinks and good food. Right. While the men right. unless they're into I'm that. just I'm just sorry that I was on the wrong side of history with this. And not only am I on the wrong side and easy too is that it's documented. It's on the show. It's on in the archive. So if you want to go back and it is documented. It so is if you documented, want to go back but, and but but let me go ahead and make it worse for you. Because <laughs> you're also wrong about a second thing which is this NBA bubble has been hella successful so far, and I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. They're and doing a great job. I appreciate you saying that, because in the in the next segment, we're going to talk about a sport that is not being successful with it, but that will come in a little while. But this will go ahead and close the book on, on strip, food, strip club food talk at the moment, the high-budget applause. Yeah. All right, if uh, you want us to hear that entire argument of us going into strip club food, it's in the archives, the May 12, 2020 show, so you can make fun of EZ and myself because we were wrong. Oh, boy, that, that hurts to say. But anyway, uh, appreciate everybody out there listening to the radio show. We definitely appreciate it. Coming up in just a second, uh, we got two artists 
uh, music double play with two artists making their radio show debut that we're going to play here in a moment, um, and some other news and notes. But before we get to all that, my man EZ's got something to tell you. Sometime today. <laughs> yes, at some point. As soon as I find the note. There it is. All right. All right. Look, the Rona is out here. Oh, man, you definitely wrote this. Look, the Rona is out here, <laughs> but do not let that stop you from trying to look your best. For great quality human hair check, our friend – oh, my God. Okay, you need to do some punctuation. For great quality human hair, check out our friends at Diamond Doll Tresses. They have several hair bundle deals. Just visit DiamondDollTresses.com for more information. And that's tresses with a T, not dresses. It's easy for the clarification. There's your air Make sure you check them out. Please do that. Support our friends. All right. So the quick news and notes is we have two excellent aftermaths sitting out there for your consumption. Please take a listen and download. We talked to um, a financial planner and on one episode, and we talked to an entrepreneur on the other. They both are excellent episodes. Please go out there and check them out in the archives. We guarantee you that you will not be disappointed. It was, it was excellent. So make sure and check that out. All right, coming up um, after this musical break, like I said, we got some news about the Rona because the Rona is already out there. But we have two uh, artists making their radio show debuts here as far as we've never played songs from them before, so we're going to check them out. So the first song that we're going to play here, I'm having an easy issue here. Okay, the first song is from uh, artist J-Rail. He's got a song called Stack It to the Ceiling. And then we're going to follow that up with an artist called Empress Aurelia, and she's got a song called Back to School. So we're going to play those back to back. And then when we come back, we're going to have uh, some talk about the Rona. We still got Easy's One Gotta Go, much more coming around, you know, to entertain you. So just remember and never forget, you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show. We'll be back in just a minute. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Yeah, I'm strapped, but I ain't gotta let that mag show. I 
tried to play the game, but it won't let me bleed. She not resilient, but she got on some resilient weed. When it come to work, I got that shit you need. Take the pros and then I stretch it like a limousine. I'm back into the system. I send bands, bitch. Middle fingers to my haters, y'all ain't saying shit. Your hoes speaking on my name, but y'all just fans, sis. Bitch, I never duck and fold. I'm the same bitch. A whole nigga put you on, bitch, you not it. Dance like me, rap like me, just stop, sis. See, I can snatch your whole world on some mob shit. All eyes on me, I'm on my pox shit. But I don't focus on the hate, I'm getting money now. A bad bitch from the D, and I ain't cashed out. I make your nigga spend his money with no ass out. I'm blowing Rex and Summer until I pass out. That gold 
horses on that porch when I mash out. Bitch, don't be calling my phone, asking for handouts. My nigga and girl get into it, I put my mans out. I can't be loving on these fools, niggas docile. I put my pussy in his face and make him wild out. And send some back to his wife, I hope it works out. Rap bitches, y'all hear me, this is my house. Like Ted Bundy, what you hold, taking heads off. And I ain't short with these niggas, run my bread, dog. Don't bite the hen that feed you, bitch, you know who fed y'all. I'm like LeBron with the rock, bitch, I'm a ball hog. And if that bitch run her mouth, that bitch get dog walk. I make it shake, I make it move, you bitches fall off. You run your mouth and have you sucking on that sword off. Game cold, lock tight like a fitted cap. I'm through with your nigga, bitch, you can have him back. He give me wood, pussy gooder than a house cat. Like a jug, I'm the plug, I make it bounce fast. I'm like a cave when I spray it all hot shit. Slamming Cheetos with the swag, yeah, I'm hot, bitch. Wrecking balls with the bras, you can't stop this. Of course, I chill with the stars, I'm on the hot list. I'm the bitch he always calls, you on the block list. Killing, hating hoes, hate hoes, a pocket list. A trendsetter with the swag, I'm on my top shit. Don't fuck with fake hoes, most of these bitches hate. Envy, not in me, I congratulate. I drop jewels for these hoes, just for hope's sake. He dope, man, he cut the cake, he ate the whole thing. Emperor, murder city, baby, gang, gang. He ain't a killer, but this pussy make him gang, bang. My 40 cal do the jit, my Bonnie Clyde thing. I only roll with real bitches, keep a bankroll. They make rich niggas jump when they say so. And they Scared to run a checkup on a fake code And on the woods, purple goods by the boatload Disrespect for the sex, that's a no-no Blood sport, breaking neck, bitch, I'm bolo Gunshots off the block, bitch, I'm flojo Got the white, got the green, got the cocoa High as hell, vision blur, I solo Dead eye with the force, bitch, I'm solo I'm the type that'll fight when I'm solo You the type that'll right to the popo You a dummy with the money, you a dodo Advance with the game, bitch, I'm in promo I'm the one, bitch, I'm Neo. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's your boy, The Jerk. You just heard from our newest artist, J-Bell, playing Stack It to the Ceiling, and Empress Aurelia with Back to School. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. Again, it's your boy, The Jerk, here with Tiki Blue, ATL Diva, Easy, and M16. Oh, if you want to call in, call in 516-387-1805, text 678-800-1611. You can also listen live on blogtalkradio.com. If you want to hit us at a later date, it's your earliest convenience, or just your convenience. We're on iTunes, Spotify, MySpace, YouTube, I think. I don't know. 
Well, there we are. So, welcome back again. And I got to tell you, I've been really enjoying these high school basketball games I've been seeing on ESPN lately. Um, they got these gyms set up with like five or six people there. No crowds. It's socially distancing. And, you know, WNBA, NBA, can't hold a candle to this stuff. Oh, oh wait, shit, that was the NBA. Oh, whoa, that was the – oh, wait, hold on. What? Who said what was doing right? <laughs> jerk, you all over the place, man. Hey, hey, after the jerk did that sigh, I don't know if he needs some paid time off or what, but he, he decides, like, he's tired of this shit. So I feel like we need to pull him off to the side after this and just make sure he's still good. Well, he, he sighed like Marshawn Lynch, like, I- just here, so I don't keep <laughs> that man said. Uh, that man gave a hard. Uh, <laughs> he's like, damn it, man. He's like, they put me to work. Like, he's like, I'm here to give my opinion. I'm not here to, to do this setup shit. Sixteen, you do it, not me. Jerk is like, uh, none of this is at my convenience at all. Period. So, yeah. Well, you know, y'all whatever. know me so well. Y'all know me so yeah. well. He's, he's like six. He's like, why? It's just why. So, no, that was your yeah, you wanna... for making him do it. He was like, I'm just going to make this just like you're not asking like, me to do it again. He, he was rebelling on air. He was like, you know what? <laughs> he was like, screw 16 is damn nonsense. He knows this oh, is That's mine. You do. That was a <laughs> struggle side. That was 450 about to get off at 5, and you got an email from your boss about something oh, that needs to be turned my God. in. Oh, we all have been there. we like, oh, I can't even pretend I didn't see this one. <laughs> oh, your office is right there. You're looking That's at That's what it was. Now. But, again, we, uh, we appreciate uh, you hanging in and listening to us. And just like you heard those artists just now, that could be you if you're an artist. You want to have your song tossed in the rotation? Consider email us the radio show inbox at gmail dot com, or you can send us a text six seven eight eight hundred one six seven seven. All right, so we did the old school radio tease before this um, this last segment, which was talking about. Easy was mentioning about how the NBA bubble has been flawless. You know, they've tested hundreds of players and other, you know, staff members, and they haven't had any positive tests. But baseball said, hold my beer. So far. But baseball said, hold my beer because we got your back. The Miami Marlins, man, they got an entire outbreak going on, man. Um, And you can correct me if I'm wrong, EZ, but it was 14 of their players that have tested positive for coronavirus. That's between players and coaches. And they have potentially exposed at least four teams at this point. So it seems mm. like the baseball season's, uh, I guess their decision to not be in a bubble is turning out just the way. Now, I was wrong about the strip club, but God damn it, I was right about this being a disaster. Now just look at it. So what now? You have this outbreak. The Marlins are off the schedule for at least a week. What happens? What, I mean, the Rona is out here. Why again? Why are we playing sports in the middle of a pandemic? It ain't that deep. But now, what does baseball do? You know, they they they're out here. People are being exposed. Easy. I'm gonna start with you, man, because you know a lot about this subject. The Rona. 
is it worth the trouble for baseball to continue to push through, even though it seems like one team that's having an outbreak that could potentially spread to the rest of the league? So what what kind of answer are you looking for? Are you looking for the logical answer, or are you looking for what you know is going to happen? Because these are two different answers. I mean, I just, I'm just I mean, give them both. It's a talk show. Talk. Yeah, I was about to say because cool. I'm, I'm having okay. a hard time so, seeing what would be the difference between the two. Yeah. Well, the, the logical answer is yes. They should probably look into really not trying to play baseball, you know, to kind of mitigate the risk. Though what's going to happen is they're just going to do contact tracing, quarantine those people, do whatever procedures they got to do, um, and they're going to continue to be they're going to continue to play baseball games because these owners are at least trying to get the money out of their TV deals. So, um, like 16 said, we felt like uh, from the jump that if you had a bubble and you were able to, like, contain and make rules on who could come in, who could come out type thing, you have a better chance of being successful. Whereas the MLB, for those of you that don't know, they're all still playing in their respective cities. Um, these folks are going home every night. They have no restrictions when it comes to where they can and can't go outside the field. Um, so basically it was just set up for disaster. And the fact that they can be so naive about it um, is appalling and crazy all at the same time. So where, so, Okay. Common sense wise tells you that we shouldn't be doing this. And this is also proven why I was, this just came to my mind just considering this is that this right here is the main reason why school shouldn't be open either, as far as in person. Because if these high priced organizations with unlimited resources can contain something, but maybe they can contain it, but are having an issue like this, what would happen when it comes to school age kids who? Can't social distance. I just don't understand. I just don't understand the logic behind it. Now, Tiki, I, I, now I know that you you watch sports, but I don't. We talk about football, but I know you're not really no baseball fan. I don't believe unless we didn't get to that part. You're not a baseball fan, are you? Uh, no, I am not. Okay. So yeah, that just killed me coming to you on that one. So jerk, <laughs> I'm just looking around the jerk. I appreciate it, Tiki. You were enjoying watching this baseball stuff. So what are your feelings on what's going to potentially happen to the season? It's going to end. I mean, it. it I don't see – I don't see it working. Like, I don't know how this could possibly work. There are too many people involved in the organization. Not, I mean, the, have you seen the size of the dugout? I don't know. There's, okay, there's nobody in the stands. Why the hell are they in the dugout all up under each other? Put them in the seat. Mm-hmm. Separate yep. them. Spread them yep. out. Uh, Use some common the, sense. The, the row right behind the dugout. You know, the one at right least. behind the dugout. It, but anyway, yeah. It, it, there's so much just nonsense and I'll note stupidity. That's, that's why I asked you to go ahead and say what you wanted to say about um, from both perspectives because the common sense and what really should happen are both the same now, considering that not only are we speculating on it, but it's been proven time and time and time and time and time and time again that when you get people together, they're going to get sick. I don't know how yeah. I don't know how you get that into somebody's head that 
that is actually what's going to happen because it has happened countless times. But you got to look at ownership too. I mean, if you look at the owners across Major League Baseball and the owners and the commissioner across the M- the NBA, um, you know, you'll see differences in skin color, and you'll also see differences in who they donate money to for political reasons. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I say that to say um, – I don't know if the MLB really tried enough to to really have a bubble because they went to the Players Association and those of you that have paid attention to baseball for decades and decades, you know mm-hmm. that the Players Association and the owners, they've always hated each other. They've gone on strike more times than people, I, I, I don't even know what to compare it to, but they don't like each other and the Players Association wasn't trying to lose any kind of money, and the MLB, the owners, they weren't trying to lose any money. So they're just like, you know what, F it. Let's just play as is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't – okay, so this goes back to something here outside of sports here, is that these other countries that have flattened their curve, they basically killed off the virus by wearing masks and social distancing where the virus doesn't have anywhere to travel. Um was it Greenland? Yeah, I think it was Greenland that they don't have any more social distancing rules anymore. They're virus-free. All the social distancing restrictions are gone. They basically killed the coronavirus. I think they have a total of, I think it's two cases, I thought. Yeah, it's not totally gone. It's like two cases that they have at the time that I read that article. So all of this could have been avoided if we stopped just being around people and wearing our masks. <laughs> ATL Diva, <coughs> we would be okay. But this is what happens, you know, when this is what happens. So, I mean, I'm expecting that the season is not going to continue. Because, I mean, think about it for a second. If this was – okay, T, let me ask you a question. Would you be comfortable with your girls playing in any type of sports right now? Anywhere where they got to be around people, would you be okay with them playing any type of extracurricular activities that have to do with sports and gathering with people at this very moment? You wouldn't, right? No. All right. No, anything and more just, so than uh, dodge the people in the grocery store aisle, we are not playing these days. And with reason. So I don't know what made them feel that they could travel to other states, some that are hotbeds, like what happened to the Marlins where in, in Florida, I mean, every other person you meet probably has the Rona because those people just don't listen out there and they're all in the beach and they're all ev- everywhere else, you know. So, of course, this was going mean, to happen. Why wouldn't it happen? I mean, think about the people who are really catching it versus the the majority of the masses are going to be middle class and not the rich people. I mean, a few of them are getting it, but for the most part, they probably felt untouchable. Like, you know, it's not going to happen to us because, you know, we don't have the one. And like Easy said, look who they support. If the person in politics that you probably are affiliated with isn't taking it serious in that particular social uh, group of people, then why would you? You know, so. I just, I also think, too, I I don't know if it's fair. I mean, obviously, we know the answer is Tiki's not going to have her kids playing organized sports. Like, we're talking about people's jobs here. Like, yeah, these guys are Mm -hmm. athletes, you know, they're held to a higher standard, but, like, 
these people got to make money at the end of the day. So I, I don't really know yeah. if that's a fair comparison. I think we, I think that's the part we keep forgetting. Like at the end of the day, yes, their job pays them seven figures, eight figures. Hell, depending on who it is, they probably getting you know nine. Um, but these are people's jobs. Like they, they, this is their work. So I don't really know how many of them have a degree or a backup plan um, to do something else in the meantime while they're not playing sports. So the owners have continued to pay them throughout this whole pandemic, right? Absolutely not. So that was the whole really. Uh, that was the whole hiccup. Was that um, the reason why they started so late? Was because the big thing was one. They were trying to do a bubble, but they were also trying to cut their pay. So, like, let's say uh, a player is supposed to make, like, $10 million this season. Well, they were trying mm-hmm. to only pay them, like, three-fourths of that because, the oh. quote-unquote, the season was shorter. So that was the whole right. reason why it took so long to to get to that point. And, obviously, they kept going back and forth on different proposals and countering and all this other stuff. And it got to a point where it's like, look, if we don't do something, we ain't going to be able to do the season at all. So they were just like, you know, F it. Let's just get everybody tested and just see what happens. Because I was very curious about that. And, I mean, I know this sports talk is going longer than it should, but maybe. Because I was wondering why I was under the impression maybe they were getting paid something because – you know, as soon as players in any league aren't going to make money for a week or a month or whatever, they are flipping out. So I hadn't seen anything on the news maybe relating to any of the sport industries saying that the players were complaining about their finances or anything like that. So I just assumed that they were being taken care of. But that really is interesting because that's a whole different motivation. You know, they got all these people that work for them, so – and then the owners are probably feeling like, well, shoot, we ain't going to just give y'all money. Y'all need to earn it. Yeah. And, so. and, that, and that's basically what that is. And Tiki, no, I'm just saying that you're a good mother, and we know that you are not going to put your babies in danger. And that's in reference yeah. to something that just happened in the chat. But no. I'm, oh, I know. T- Tiki's oh. babies' lives matter. Okay. Hashtag Kiki's <laughs> babies lives matter. My baby's black they lives do. matter. Oh yeah, <laughs> she don't want the all, all, not all lives matter. The, the baby's black lives matter. But um, I, we just wanted to touch on that because we're gonna segue right out of talking about the Rona wrecking sports, or at least baseball. That is more to come on what's gonna happen with uh, well, it looks like the NBA has it together. Hockey is doing a bubble, <laughs> but we sure going to have some fun with the NFL because they don't know what the hell they're doing. So we'll talk about that when the time comes, which will probably be pretty soon. But what we're going to jump right into, and I'm going to pass the baton over to my great friend and colleague, Tiki Blue, with a nice abridged version of radio show at the movies. Tiki, please take it on the way, please. Hey, you got to warn people before you do that. I didn't get my uh, preference together. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> if you stay ready, T, if you stay ready, you know, you got to get my, ready. My bad, Same. homie, my bad. So yeah. this week we are discussing um, Lovebird, and it is starring Issa Rae, 
and the dude. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you his name right now. Come on, Showalter. Anyway, this movie is basically about a couple in the fast lane, Splitsville, being Issa and Kamal, who accidentally um, careen into um, a murder. They take off on a wild race to find the killer and clear their name. So, it starts out really cute. An inter- interracial couple meet. They have just amazing chemistry. They're all booed up, and then it cuts to like a few years later. They're, like, getting ready for a party. She's half naked and steadily changing clothes. He's ready and is like, hurry up, woman, put on something, let's go. And they're just, you know, fussing about something really stupid, and then you find out they're fussing about, like, being on the amazing race or something, which is not even an option for them at this point. Um, Anyway, they realize, you know, like, during the evening, I don't think we're going to make it. They're in the car. They hit somebody. You know, some, some madness ensues. They leave the scene, and they spend the rest of the evening trying to track down why they hit somebody and why that person was being chased uh, and then killed by another person. Like, what the hell is going on? And then they end up, you know, which I thought was going to be pretty predictable, they end up being back booed up. You know, it's it's a cute story, though. The way they got there um, was really cute. There's a scene where they go to, like, some uh, under world secret society type yes. again. That mo- that part was super hilarious. Very. Um, it was so hilarious. But, it, you know, all in all, it was a pretty cute movie. So, Diva, you watched it, right? I did watch it. Okay, give, give me your opinion. What do, you, what do you rate the movie? I know 16 likes to go to Rotten Tomato scores and all that stuff, but I have no idea what that's about, so just give me your your opinion of the movie. For a rom-com, I mean, I give it an 8 out of 10, which is pretty good. I, I really liked it. Maybe a 9 out of 10. I liked it. Okay. I think they could have pulled some stuff together a little bit more, but I actually really I think I wish I could have seen more of, like, the relationship relationship part. Like, but so I'll give it an 8 out of 10. That's that's my final number. Okay. That's what I think. Uh, what did you give it? You saw it? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight as well. I feel like I could have used a little bit more of the relationship part of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought the, the comedic, the comedic part was fine. You know, it was a little bit much at some, at some point, maybe when they were kidnapped. Yeah, a little drawn it out. It was a couple mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, like <laughs> that was a little bit much. I thought for sure dude was going to get that, um, that bacon grease though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I really thought it was gonna happen too. I did, I did the bacon grease. I was gonna be like, "Oh, we're gonna have an Al Green moment." I ain't ready for this. Like it was, no. but anyway, I saw me give it an eight. Uh, Jerk, did you happen to see the movie? I did, I did. Um, all in all, I enjoyed it. 
normally it, I mean, it would it checked all the boxes as far as the physical comedy goes. You had the random unexpected things happen and knee jerk reactions. It did have some uh I don't know, who's the guy that writes Family Guy? Seth MacFarlane areas where they just mm-hmm. had scenes go on way too long. Just to the point where you're like, okay. But it, it worked. To me, it worked out well. And uh, the only question I had about it was what you just brought up. That was bacon grease in that pan? Because she said bacon yes. and whatever fake-ass CGI was going on inside that pan. I didn't know if it was liquid mercury <laughs> or something they got from the Sci-Fi Channel. It just looked really, really weird. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was and bacon was- grease. I was just like, who cooks bacon grease in the barn of all places? And that was my thought, too. Like, why do you have hot bacon grease in the barn? But, hey, that's neither here nor there. Right. um, And she ate a piece, which was weird. Because you can't just pick up no damn bacon and eat it straight out the skillet. No. Yeah, it was super hot. And I'm like... How twisted and demented are you for the options for somebody to be, to be tortured, either bacon and grease or being kicked by a horse? Those are so weird and random. Very, very weird. But I think that was the point to show how weird they were because other weird parts of the movie too, but Jerk, continue. Oh, no, you're all good. Uh, all in all, I would probably give it between a six or a seven because it did seem to rob a lot. I like original movies, original thought. It seemed to – it was a little original with some of the, the choices for the slapstick comedy. I think mm-hmm. running a guy over 12 times was a bit much. But, mm-hmm. you know, all in all, I enjoyed it. I give it, I give it a C. Wow, a C. Okay, That's okay. Not, I mean, coming from Jerk, he's a pretty hard critic. I mean, I'll take it. Okay. Uh, easy. Did you happen to see it? Girl, that part where Aziz Ansari and Issa Rae <laughs> was at that place <laughs> with that thing going on, that shit was crazy. I was like, wow, how did this all <laughs> unfold like this? It really okay, liked to call me off guard. Such a great movie. What, what do you give it in terms of ratings? Uh, it was like a solid like six and a half. Um, oh, like I said, it was like, you know, good rom-com, a um, lot of, you know, twists and turns in it. Obviously, you have, you know, the romantic aspect of it. I really liked the character development. You know, it was just really good overall, but I'd say six, six and a half. What about that part, that secret society part? Like, what did you think was about to go down? So when they had the bacon grease, I was like, whoa, what's up with the bacon grease? That don't look like bacon grease. And I just didn't know what was going on there. And I was like, man, I don't know, like, why is that there? But, you know, I was like, wow, that's crazy. But, But what about the secret society part? What did you think about that part? So, like, did people actually fry bacon and then pour the grease into the thing and then use it as a prop? <laughs> or did they just, like, make that so in the studio and then use it? I don't think, see, y'all don't think he watched that part. He oh, done avoided that oh, three oh, times. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to try So, the bacon grease. I'm like, that ain't had nothing to do with 
the secret so the society, society party. part, you didn't think that it was going to go down. Like, what were you thinking was about to happen? What I really like about the movie is that the <laughs> cast is just so diverse. I mean, all kinds of minorities in there, really just showing what America really looks like. You know, I'm really it. proud. I don't think he watched it. What are you talking about? I'm so proud of Netflix and um, Michael Singamajiggy for directing this movie. Everything that we said, he did not watch the movie. Huh. So, and that so one, you mean to that tell me part, that that part... You weren't just like, oh, my God? <laughs> I mean, I was just you so just... in awe of the diversity, I didn't really pay attention to the meaning behind that part. Oh, okay, wow. so what about the outfits like that, that they changed part. into? So did you like the outfits that they changed into at the... Uh, at that part? At, at, the, ga- at the gas yeah. station or wherever they were. It was like a, a CVS or something. Yeah. Yeah, I just think with movies sometimes you have that subliminal advertising, <laughs> like you know the gas station was a marathon, and they really zoomed in the camera on the marathon oh logo, God. and that's what some people got to pay uh-huh. attention to in movies. That's subliminal advertising, wow. like the car. They really Tiki, zoomed you in see on what's the happening. to show the logo of the car. Hold on, hold on. I got one more question. So, how do you feel about the outfits that they were even able to buy at that store? You didn't weren't like which you know like. I've been to the store a hundred times. I've never seen his outfits in there. Like, what did you think about the outfit? Uh-huh. You know, while watching the movie, I was really wondering <laughs> if Lawrence was going to make an appearance um, like he does oh on Insecure. But he never showed up. So I was like, wow, Wait, this is really over the top. Oh, my God. Are you talking about eggs? <laughs> okay, so you No, I'm so, talking about Lawrence. What you saying? So the outfit. He played Eggs in that uh, in that vampire show before he did Lawrence. Um, okay, hmm. so racist. No, they don't all look the same. Tickets. Eggs from True okay. Blood. Totally yeah, different guy. Are you serious? That is not the guy that played. That is not the guy that played. That is not the guy that played Lawrence. I'm gonna slowly back out of this one. Zerk, I'll let you take it from here, buddy. Okay, hold on. Okay, so back to Aziz. <laughs> um, okay, oh, so you just felt like these outfits and that one part with the Secret Society just, you know, wasn't just totally from left field and it just totally did not blow your mind. Is that what you're telling me? I think Aziz, Before we even got to starting the with a show like Parks and Recreation and just expanding his range into a movie like this, I was just really proud of his performance. Um, <laughs> and I just think that this is a great building block for him. For the rest of his career. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Kuja, what you got? He wouldn't have anything because he's not here right now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And he he hasn't been the whole show. Geez. He said he was earlier. No, they don't always. No, he said he was going to see if he would be on. You know. Oh, my bad. That point. Okay, so 16, it's on you. All right, so to answer one question for you about Rotten Tomatoes, because you know I always check that, it's uh, rated fresh, it's 65%. Now, unlike my brother, I'm not going to bullshit you. I didn't watch this shit. What we need to focus on, though, is that we've done this entire show, and we let it slip that Terry Crews did an acronym for Coon and tried to make it positive. 
How did we miss that? How? Wait, how? It, yes. How did we miss that? How is this something that's on the internet right now that happened within the last five hours and we don't we we didn't mention it? It's not in our little show run little sheet uh, or whatever. Harry Cruz tweeted the words "conquer our own negativity" for coons. I mean, what? This brother? Yes, he coons conquer our own negativity. Ah, uh, what the? Yeah, he did that on purpose. He did this that on was purpose, purpose. Or was that just ironic? No. This was on purpose. This is real. Oh my God! How has he learned nothing? I'm starting to. He need to be tested for like a learning something because he just don't know how to sit down and just be like. Doesn't he have a publicist or somebody who checks this stuff before he's supposed to send it out? He should invest in one. He has a wife. Oh, he do a movie like John Henry. Conquer our own negativity. Really? So that so you're basically admitting that you're a coon, but you're gonna put a spin on it? Hmm. And he had to dig way deep into the archives to go with that particular phrase, kinda of like how sixteen dug way deep to skip watching this movie, but he watched Fatal Attraction or Fatal Affair exactly. or whatever the hell that was. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Woo. Mm. Well. Mm. Burn. Um, and <laughs> this was the radio show at the movie. Yeah! <laughs> Alright! Hell yeah! Way to slowly back away from the board. Easy, please rescue me with your weekly one gotta go. But before you get to that, I want to say real quick, or ask real quick. So, Tiki, <laughs> I know I didn't watch this movie, and I'm sorry, but Overall, would the cast say that you give this movie a this this movie gets a uh, uh, this is this, this people should watch this movie or should they ba- slowly back away? Yeah, go ahead and watch it. You at the house? You wrong? You got the Rona pandemic going on outside. You might be booed up with somebody, or you might not. Y'all might be doing a Zoom date. Go ahead and watch it. It's cute. It's not like watching anything that Terry Crews put out recently, so you'll be able to get this 90 minutes of your life back. So, yeah, go ahead and watch it. Oh, oh my God, y'all. I'm living for the comments on Terry Crews. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, how in the world did we skip this? How did it not just not get found? I have I, just no earthly idea. But so we all had to work our real job today. We didn't have time to scour the Internet. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, we was out here getting that corporate ass. I mean, do we can we can we say the n word on here? Yeah, we can. (laughs) You can say whatever. I know we mentioned this. I'm just checking this Twitter response replies with his own acronym, and um, it's his acronym is nigga please, and he goes. Now I got to give a pleasant little extra additional side eye. But it's so funny. But his acronym <laughs> is nigga, please. That is cute. <laughs> I like that. Uh, oh, he's my new Twitter friend. Like, what? Terry, he replied to Terry Cruz. I'm like, I love black Twitter. Black Twitter's awesome. Black Twitter. Unless you're on the wrong side. Unless you're on the wrong Listen, side. You of don't want to be on the wrong side of black Look, it takes white people to tell you that you don't want to mess with real black Twitter. 
That's the real <laughs> that murder is hornet. Because they, they will find your LinkedIn. I found the murder will... hornet. Yeah. <laughs> a real murder hornet. But we are about to uh, get into uh, Easy's One Gotta Go. But I do want to say that Easy, you being sponsored this week. So. Uh, if you're looking to secure your finances during this unsure time of the pandemic or if you're unhappy with your current financial advisor, you should consider our friends at Legacy Builders. For more info on their services, you visit LegacyBuilders.us or you can call 404-514-2232. Make sure you check them out and secure that coin, secure that bag. All right, so um, I guess we should just call this We About to Argue because every week when we have this segment from, from ED, it's like a fight breaks out. But it's a, it's a fun fight because, you know, it's, you know, this is what we do. So, EZ, man, you go ahead and take it away with your one got to go, brother. You got it. Well, speaking of uh, diverse movies and cast, um, this one got to go this week is a black actor theme. So, we have uh, six actors. One has to go, and all of his work, his movies, sitcoms, whatever the hell else they've done. Um, so here are the choices. You got Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, Samuel L. Jackson, Eddie Murphy, Will Smith, or Lawrence Fishburne. And what I'll tell you is, off the rip, Denzel and Will Smith are here to stay, and Eddie Murphy's here to stay as well. You may proceed. You know what, easy. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna jump in on this one real quick here. So on this one, gotta go. So it's one person and all their work. Now, you pick six very fine actors who all have movies on their resume that you absolutely love. But if you weigh it on a scale from who has the work on their resume that you could do without the most, then clearly the glaring person on here, even though he's great, is Lawrence Fishburne. Somebody you can do without. Alright? Denzel, you can't do without. Morgan Freeman, you can't do without. Samuel L. Jackson, look, you need him in your life, alright? Because if you take him away, you take away all the Marvel movies and all that stuff, too. So, yes. We definitely, um, in my view, it's, it's Lawrence Fishburne is the one that has to go. But it's not that he isn't great. He's just the le- he's just the lesser of the others. So, yeah, there we go. So who's next to take the mantle up here and uh, give their opinion? I'm sure we're going to have some type of insight. I'll go. I'll go ahead. Um, I'm going to say that Will Smith has to go. Yes. What? Yes. And the I reason, agree. The reason I mean, why the Earth is not worth it, that whole thing. Good God. From the sounds of it, just to go ahead and say, it sounds like there are three of us that are going to agree with that because I'm on board with that one all, all the way. Go ahead, please. Why? Why go ahead, go? Sorry. I need to hear from because each of you individually right now. Okay. Thinking so you, you can go ahead. Like. Bad Boys is one is like my favorite, probably one of my favorite franchise uh, movies ever. Like I love Bad Boys, but and for a while you could always count on Will Smith to give us a good uh, Independence Day July movie, you know, experience. However, when I'm thinking about it in terms of who's 
advancing the genre, who's advancing, you know, theater or movies or the the, the craft. I feel like these other guys, and I'm I'm being real loose with this with Eddie Murphy, only because Raw is a straight classic, hands down. Um, that. He probably is the one who is advanced, who, in my opinion, who has advanced it the least. Not to say he's not a good actor. He is a great actor, but I just feel like, like you said, Denzel, he's, that's an automatic. I feel like uh, Morgan is an automatic as well. Hell, if it wasn't for Sam, like, this wouldn't even be a discussion at all. Again, Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy is a legend just because, of the of his time and he came right behind you know Richard Pryor in the early early eighties and everything, um, early and mid eighties. So you know he really laid a lot of you know groundwork with taking comedy to the next level and really being able to cross over. And I think although understated sometimes and underestimated, I think Lawrence Fishburne is a really great actor as well. Yeah. I just feel like in my mm-hmm. opinion, Will is the one that I could probably do without more so than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Man. That's just me. So, yep. uh, what'd you think, Jerk? Again, uh, all shout outs to him. You know, I give him the praise for being as popular and successful as he is. But to me, Will Smith, and I say this not because I think he's trying to, but I think he's kind of token. Now he's that mm-hmm. people love him, and I'll give him that. Yeah. But I can't say there's any one thing that he's good at, other than being likable. Like yeah. he's not a great actor, he's not a great comedian. To me, he's not a great rapper. He's just <laughs> got a face that people <laughs> like, and. That's all I think he I think he has a lovable personality and a lovable face and a lovable vibe about him that that just draws people to him. But other than that, mm-hmm. he is the least talented person in his list. Sorry. So he is the quintessential jack of all trades and master of none. Yes. Okay. And to me to me he's not even really a jack of the trades because he just does them. Like you know, he cause to me he 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 does the things, but he's not good wow. at really any of them. I'm sorry. Y'all hear this? Y'all hear this? Jerk, I never knew you felt this way about Will Smith. Like we man, we've been in a continuous group chat for about the last I don't know eight years, and. Usually it's Cujo that says something about Will Smith because if I remember correctly, he he's not really a big fan. But I didn't know that you felt this way about his his work. I guess you do learn something every day because I I mean I had no idea that you felt he was inadequate at all three of his jobs that he's been doing for about forty years. You're like, yep, he's not very good at any of them. Yeah, you know? and just the, to push the guy what you just has say- one entanglement and you just slander him on air. I, no, wait, 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 wait. Let me just let me just speak to something that 16 just said. 
he doesn't know my opinion about him. And quite frankly, I don't remember ever having a conversation with you guys about Will Smith, like ever. Yeah, that's did, how that's prevalent he we, is. That's the point I was making. We've been friends for over a decade, and this is the very first time that I've heard you men- mention anything when it comes to him at any point in time. We've, we've talked about some of everything, and it never came up until now. I, like I said, I never talked about, about like that. Yes. Well, well, yeah, well, you're welcome I, on that. <laughs> well, if he was worth like, talking about, I guess y'all would have talked about him, huh? I, exactly. I guess so. I guess. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I like hmm. the guy. Jeez, but dirt, man. What, oh, your money or something? Shit. <laughs> no, like I said, he's likable. I'll give him that, but that's yeah. really all he's got. Wow. <laughs> dirt, he's riding the wave of, he's riding the wave of, of his uh, charisma. So, Diva, this man do tell, is in the I mean, pursuit of happiness. I did like that oh. movie. Um, so. I, I I enjoy his movies. I don't have to watch them twice, but I, I, I like that he's likable, and I know that it's going to be a pretty decent movie if I watch it, but I don't have a lasting impression. Or Well, one, let's just talk about the other people he's up against. They all laid the foundation for him in the first place, for Will Smith, right? So without them, there would be no him. And But the bodies of work and the characters that the other gentlemen have been able to play, anybody could have probably played the, the characters that Will Smith played. Like, he's token, somebody else could have did it. But all of the other characters that Denzel, Morgan, Sam, Lawrence, and Eddie did, especially during the time period that they were able to make these accomplishments and have these characters that they just totally – transformed and you really just thought they were really different. Will Smith kind of plays the same person, you know, the same type of concept person in everything he does. Like who didn't mm. hate Samuel L. Jackson in um the movie with Jamie Foxx? Um I just watched this movie the other day. Um Django. Django. Like we freaking hate Bruh, him. You forgot Django. Played. You forgot Django. Oh, my God. I did, and I was trying to search the archives of my mind, and I found it. But my point is, Will isn't as special as them, although I think his talent is in staying relevant and likable, which is a skill set like the Kardashians. But, uh, yeah, he could go for me. I don't think I would miss him. So, 16, who do you have? Well, if you were listening to the show, I went first. Diva, you are a national treasure. And uh, I just, I do. I, you are fantastic. So so basically what we got from this one got to go is the jerk ran clean over him with a, gray, a greyhound. Like just ran him clean over. And Bruh, this was, GT, uh, this was Diva, GTA 5. Diva compared him to the Kardashians, the most toxic family in America. I, Who I think we're done here. We can go ahead and go to random. For 20 years. That's a skill set. In business, come on. Oh, my uh, God. This this family got famous over O.J. Simpson and one of the daughters' sex tapes. And you had the audacity to compare. You felt that that was comparable to Will Smith. Listen. I mean, okay, but Will Smith 
started a summertime rap song that's still popular, and he had one of the number one. So, so when it come on Sirius XM, you ain't bopping it. So you say, you're trying to say that's I, not I a bop. I didn't say that. I said it's popular. He's still relevant based on stuff he did years ago. But when's the last time the last couple of movies that he put out were flops? Well, no, bad I mean, you can make the you can make that argument for a few people that are on this panel. I mean, yeah, but they've built the legacy long enough. They've got enough rap sheet stuff. They're just old now. Come on. Let me ask you something easy. Were you talking about the back half of Eddie Murphy's career? I know he's having some kind of a resurgence, but you talking uh, about yeah, the back half. Yeah, that's exactly who I was talking about. But his his <laughs> classics are just really good. So yeah, yeah it's like the his all classic. Of classics so are for really all the yeah, I'm saying for all the Pluto Nashes and the Daves and the Holy Man, you know, you go back and you get to come into America's and the Beverly Hills cops of the world, and you kind of be like, all oh, right, it's Eddie Murphy, so fuck it. You know, it's cool. You know, he got enough people on his resume. Wait, I, I have to interject on that one. Funny as hell. I have to interject Please. on that one, though, because you have to look at the stages of his work through the course of mm-hmm. his life. When he was raw, yeah. he didn't have – he did raw, he didn't have kids. He didn't have a family to think mm-hmm. about. He didn't have to worry about who's influences. He started doing those Disney movies and those other really goofy shit when he had a family. And now he's got like right. 37 kids and 57 grandkids. <laughs> right. But he's on to the grandparents mm-hmm. stage now. And he's going back to his original type of, of stuff. Like you can see the evolution of his work based on the history of his life. And then the beautiful part is how he transitioned to stay flexible to what was going to work. You've got some comedians like Mike Epps who tries to just stay in the same lane doing the same thing and then he gets mad when other people surpass him. But I mean, if you don't shift your work, you'll you'll drown out and you know, Morgan Freeman has been acting since nineteen fifteen, so he's, you know, pretty good at what he <laughs> does. So because he's been around I, since eighteen seventy. I was like, damn, 1915. I was like, shit, damn. First of all, that man was was doing some womb acting or something. (laughs) Man, I challenge you this. No one can find, and I have tried, and if you can find it, I will love it. No one can find a young picture of Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Morgan Freeman only has old pictures on the internet. Even when he was like in his 30s, like how old was he when he did Lean on Me, like 50? Yeah, I mean, you, you can make the same. You can make the same argument about Pharrell. Pharrell's had the same picture ever since he was a vampire in the 1800s. I know, right? He literally Wait, is about the vampire. Pharrell, as in William? Pharrell, yes. Yes. Have you ever seen Pharrell? Pharrell different? He's like Benjamin Buttons or something, which I never saw that movie either, but I heard about it. This man eternally looks young forever. Like he there, doesn't there's look a like picture he's aged of a Native American uh, you, from like there's a picture of a Native American from like eighteen fifteen and it looks just like Pharrell Williams. So he's literally just a vampire or something. <laughs> so let's let's just skip over the fact that clearly ATL Diva did not watch Benjamin Button because he does not look young forever. In this any way, shape or form. Backwards or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I, I'm just still in amazement here with this one gotta go. 
that the conversation, the way where it goes through every week, because I, I'm just literally shocked that Diva, Tiki, and the Jerk are like, yeah, Will Smith, you know, I, I, you know, whatever. He's just, I mean, y'all treating. I mean, you're talking about his, his. Uh, I ain't gonna say his career. You're just kind of talking to him about, you know, like he's. I don't know, like he hit a lucky streak for like four or five years in the, you know, in the late 90s into the early 2000s, and then he just is coasting off of it, you know? Like, it's, a, it's amazing I mean, because slandered but him. But you put him against these other top heavyweight legends, okay. like there's no way. Okay, okay. okay. If so you let me ask you a question. I, I don't, other people, I don't wanna, maybe. But I don't want to do this, Diva, but Al- let me ask you a question. Alpina almost took his woman. Let me... Let me okay, okay. Let me let me ask you a question, and I don't want to talk. I don't yeah. want that, let that be the first and last mention of that on here. We we talk about everything. I don't want to. <laughs> they killed me online with that. Let's just get rid of that. But you mean entanglement? Um, God damn What's it, easy. Question? Damn it, man. Did y'all listen to the <laughs> definition of entanglement? <laughs> Why do I feel like it has okay. nothing to do with the way she used it in a sentence? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll listen to it. <laughs> but what, what I'm okay, saying is, if you look at what's La- your question? Okay, look, if you look at Lawrence Fishburne's career, all right, and I ain't talking about TV, we're just focusing on movies. Outside mm-hmm. of him, no, no, I'm not I trying to say no, this already. No, 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 name no, 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 name no, no, name no, you name it. Let me tell you about you and your brother. You want to start putting stipulations on stuff after we have the conversation. It's hold a on, whole body of work, not record. just a film body of work or right. a TV body of work. It's a whole body understand. of work. He's a director. He is an executive producer. He creates stuff. He's done like off-screen stuff. So he's like not just the actor he's on excellent. screen. So he's an excellent actor. I'm not saying that he's an excellent yes, actor. Yes, and he transitions but... from comedy. And to, um, like, he can play pretty much any character. He has a, a huge range of characters that he's played. He doesn't play, like, one okay. type of person. All right, but y'all, y'all are missing I the mean, one point. Will out of Smith all in the here. scene where the house was empty, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good range right there. I'm just throwing that out but, there. But you're missing one thing I don't thing know about if Aziz Ansari can do the, that. But, easy. <laughs> there's one glaring thing is, if you look at, if you take away Lawrence Fishburne and you look at the other five, they're all headliners. What movie has Lawrence Fishburne headlined where it's like this blockbuster three hundred million dollar oh, banger man, that you remember? This movie, I gotta go watch so, it. That's all I'm asking. Because Will Smith has headlined movies that have gone to number one and stayed there. Morgan Freeman, Samuel Jackson, Denzel Washington, obviously. So I'm just saying, where are the headlining movies with Lawrence Fishburne as the principal actor? And I'll just back away from the mic. Where are they? And I'm uh, and I'm that waiting. That was not the that was not the original question. And it really wasn't. It's not. It's not always about who the headliner is. Sometimes, if you're supporting cast, it's shit. Your movie still falls apart. You need that support mm-hmm. for that headliner to even headline. So it's not always about whose name is on top. Sometimes it's those supporting names. So- so basically what I got from that is Tiki saying that Lawrence Fishburne is the best sixth man of all time. He can come all off right. the bench, do starter level stuff. Man up. Arthello, that was he's the next man up. 
Like he is, I he mean, is the eternal wingman. You can call, you can go to him for anything, and he got you. He got you on comedy. He got you on drama. He got you on CSI. He got you on Blackish. He got yes. you, you know, hell on Boys in the Hood. Hell, he but got Tiki, you on everything. He got you on Tiki, Othello. I say he got this. you on everything. But Tiki, I say this though, Tiki. The fact that maybe he hasn't headlined as many movies as the other actors, and he's still in the same lane with the same respect for the same amount of years, that speaks volumes to his then, talent. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This, this is this is not me trolling. I'm, this is a serious ass question. Can we what? name a movie where Lawrence Fishburne was the headliner? Oh, I mean, he does have headline movies. I mean, deep deep cover. Yes. He was a headline. That's a, that's before your time. That's a really good movie. He does have some on his resume. Why but I'm saying seven based on an on, undercover cop. Yeah, that's what put. But if it wasn't for deep cover, we wouldn't even have no Snoop Dogg right now. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he does have headlining movies. But I'm, what I'm saying is the blockbusters that are on the resumes of the rest of them. You know. Whether the principal. I mean, if in. Matrix would not have been Matrix without him. Period. I forgot he was in the Matrix. Morpheus. I forgot about was, this. What, what the show was? Forgot he was in the Matrix. Oh, okay. Oh, y'all forgetting about oh, okay. Boys in the Hood? No, we, you, we mentioned Boys in the Hood, but I'm not, saying that movie would have sucked without him. He was like the main, the best thing about the Matrix. I'm sorry, he was wait, the best. Here's an unpopular. About the here's an unpopular um, thing. Were you saying about that? I, I I don't like none of the Matrix movies. I think they're overrated, and I'm not a fan. And uh, well. Yeah. I, it still counts, and unfortunately, if you did, it would probably put your feelings our way when it comes to Lawrence Fishburne. I'm just I, saying. I don't listen. I don't want to make this an indictment. Like I don't like Lawrence Fishburne. He is an outstanding actor. I'm not saying that. He's very excellent. good. Very good. Yes. I'm just basing it on who he's <laughs> up against. You mean to tell me? I mean, if that I had gonna, the choice to watch him or Will Smith, I'm definitely watching Lawrence Fishburne every single time. Wow. Okay. So that means you you're All gonna right, sit down and watch this. This. you're gonna watch straight <laughs> you're gonna watch Event Horizon before you watch Bad Boys Two you're gonna sit down and watch Event Horizon is that what you're saying? I don't really <laughs> care what he's in. I'm going to watch it. I mean, Bad Boys, literally, it may be good, but I mean, okay, we've seen it before in lots of movies. It's the same stuff. Yeah, you have. Comedy, so, but Bad Boys up. is the one that's at the upper echelon of that topic <laughs> or whatever we want to call it. This this I one got to go. Great, I mean, but... I mean, when I have to think back over time, it actually, if I had to... Some of Lawrence Fishburne's work, like if you're an actor and you had to study a character, you could really study some things that he's done. I mean, what am I going to get from Bad Boys if I have to study how to do something? Probably not much. It's just entertainment. I don't really transition emotions and all that other stuff when I watch that kind of stuff. Lawrence Fishburne can take you on a journey when you watch his work, like the other people on the list. I mean, if that's the case, you can watch The Pursuit of Happiness again. I mean, if you want to talk about a journey. I mean that was a journey. I give you that. Like that, that was extremely moving. But at the same time, compared to all his other work, meh. I mean, well, the one Will time Smith has mastered crying on cue. I'll give him that. He cries well, in the one, all his movies. Or the one time he actually played a wow. token so in Bagger Man. him for acting. Oh, okay. We that didn't was. say penalizing. <laughs> we just said. 
he has mastered crying in all his work. So, um, wow. we we brought this up. We can we can <laughs> do housekeeping on the air. So, do we even do do we even do do random tonight? Like, I I have I, a random. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm the only one. Okay, I'm just gonna be the only one. No, go go ahead, go ahead. Please, Rona pandemic Please. sounds like a ghetto lunchable. <laughs> Go go in timeout. <laughs> just just go in timeout. Pinky said it earlier, and I'm like, damn, I've never heard it said like that. That sounds like a ghetto lunchable. I'm here for it. Oh my god. I'm not taking a bait. 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 <laughs> I got I, I got <laughs> I I got a random here real fast too, and I, I don't know if uh, y'all still um, okay so. Y'all ever ate those toaster strudel before, you know, the kind that comes in the freezer section? Um, It is Mm -hmm. next to impossible to warm one of those up where the middle is not cold without burning it. It's, like, impossible. That's my rant. Whoever figures that out. Hold on, hold on. I have figured it out. I got you. I got you. Here's what you do. I got you, bro. So you put that thing in the toaster, okay? Then you take it out. The middle's cold, right? You put that sucker in the microwave for 30 seconds, bam, it's perfect. I eat them every morning. Easy with the, I'm an expert on this. Or Easy with the hat. you could just put them in the toaster and turn the toaster down a little bit because you're going to have to pop that sucker twice. But you can't. But you can't because right. you got to put it in multiple times. So you throw it in one time in the toaster, let it get warm, and then you throw it in the microwave to even everything out. But why wouldn't you just put it in the microwave first and like get it all because you know softened you don't up get the and then put it in the toaster? Because you're gonna not you're gonna the microwave kills the crunch. Exactly, which is why you don't put it in the microwave first. You put it in the toaster first, and then you put it in the microwave. Think of it like a do you thing. not understand it's, like when something's crispy and it goes in the microwave, it gets soft. You don't put this sounds like in the microwave. A zoom, this you sounds put like it in the oven. <laughs> This sounds like oh a Zoom God. conversation, so y'all can actually perform the action in front of a camera yeah. and compare what people can see. So funny! Yeah. Okay, we're gonna do it. Are you down, Easy? Yeah, we so, should test our yeah. theories out. There, there, there's so no is, testing of it. I, I literally do it every morning, and it is great. I so would hope you'd have a more balanced breakfast than toaster strudel. I was about to say, it sounds real awful that you're eating the same exact thing every single morning. <laughs> well, well, it's not the same. There's so a, a, a variation of flavor and filling. Like, come on. It's not like eggs, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, you got the blueberry one. You got apple. You got strawberry. They even have a damn chocolate one now. Like, there's all kind of different flavors, okay? He just channeling the one that club tonight. Mm. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> they even have one with cheese, bacon, and eggs in it, okay? Like they got they got the lineup on point. Shout out to Pilsen. <laughs> um, um, Tiki, do you I have a random? Checks oh. in the mail. I would love because they showed out a sponsor. I wish they were. Oh my god, Tiki, you got something on your on that mind of yours? Nope, sure not taking the bait. I got nothing. Not taking the bait. No, no, nobody's trying to bait you. We we really want to know what's randomly going on in that little head, pretty little head of yours. Come on. Oh, 
Hmm. I got I got nothing. You I get come back to me, I can make up something. Sure, that's why it's called random. Diva? Something, I am maybe? very curious about these chicken wings from Magic City and I'm going to have to acquire their menu and just kind of, you know, taste these things. And I don't eat chicken wings like that, but I am very curious. Randomly. How, how did I get that so wrong? I just, I'm never going to live that one down. Jerk, you got something, man? Damn, strip club food, whatever, man. <laughs> sure. I, I, I've, mine is more so of a pop quiz. What does Suicide Squad, the Lego movie, American Sniper, the Accountant, and Sully have in common? Ben wow. Uh. Steve Mnuchin. Who would have guessed that? Oh. He was the executive producer for all of those movies. Shut up. Really? Wait, Wait, what? Wow. Did I miss something? I feel like I missed something here. Uh, Jersey just threw a three mind-blown stat. Wow. I I, I really thought Diva was going to be like, yeah, wow, I don't know who that is. Okay, I'll do it. I don't know who that is. come on. I know that name. I'm trying to get my money. You don't know who... Wait, hold on. Did you just say you don't know who Steve Mnuchin is? Yeah, I did. I said that. Oh, you don't? No, I, I mean maybe I do, me and you just. For not knowing? Well, can somebody? Well, goddamn, can somebody educate me instead of attacking me? I'm gonna attack. He's the Treasury Secretary. He's the U.S. Treasury Secretary of the United States. Like he has the coins. He's the one. Uh, yeah, little... that is that is how he got his uh his his well his money. I guess rise to yes. whatever you want to call it. He's, he's been he in does. finance, yeah, banking, and film production. Really. Well, wow! Yep, this yeah. is only oh my in cabinet. And he's yeah, part of the X Men film yeah. franchise and Avatar. Wow! Oh Dang, man, this has been a mind blown. I don't even. I mean, yeah. man, we should have led with that. Nobody else would have had a random tonight. That would have shut it down. So Dang, you mean to tell you me you're not gonna send a note to Lunchables and ask them if they can change the name of one of those to Rona Pandemic? Don't do nope. now. Tiki's not gonna get no random because he's probably gonna just blow a head gasket at this point. So do I? Do I go to Tiki and she potentially go berserk, or do we just slowly back nah, away man, from let's, the microphone? Let's just cue. Let's just cue the music and uh, get them out of here. <laughs> wow. Well, before before we get out of here, I did want to um, let the listeners know that um, I'm not gonna take if the you're out there because he always want to fuck with somebody every single week. He always want to fuck with somebody. Ain't nobody taking.
Before Tiki scorches earth again, um, I just wanted to say that uh, this podcast will be available on all of our providers here uh, shortly after the show ends. Um, there is no aftermath this weekend. I know we've been supplying aftermaths every weekend ever since we started. There are none this week, so please enjoy the archives of all the ones that we have out there because we have no uh, guests this week, but we will be back with a fresh slate of aftermaths the second week of August, starting on the 8th, and guests throughout in between then. Um, real quick, again, if you want to be a guest, if you want to – have your songs added to our playlist. Remember, email us, the radio show inbox at gmail.com. Please check us out. And, um, yeah, that's just about it. So we're going to get up out of here before Tiki just blow. I mean, she, oh, my gosh, she just be waiting to just, you know, kick that in, and we don't, we don't want any of that. Um, all right, Peter yeah. Graham, we're going to miss you. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? Hold on one second. I'm glad you said that before we got out of here. And guys, I'm sorry. I don't mean to draw this out. And I appreciate you reminding me about that, Easy. How in the world I forget that? Um, I can't possibly play that music while I'm saying this. But Easy and I, uh, we lost our grandmother on Sunday. And um, she was the glue that kept everything together as far as the family. She was the, the real leader, the real hero, and the real MVP. Um, when she left, a piece of us left. And there's nobody that will ever replace her. And things will never be the same without us. So we love you, Graham. And um, hopefully we can all get our shit together so one of these days we can see you again. Now I can play the music now. Easy ain't going to get his shit together. <laughs> wow. You know, the slander tonight <laughs> is just... I mean, is it because I, I, I gave such educated answers about the movie that you like so much? The one with Aziz and Zari? Maybe it was because you thought Will Smith was greater than the other choices. No, 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 no. It's because Rona Pandemic is a Lunchable <laughs> that will soon be available. Oh, my God. So you better cut the music. Yes, you better cut. You better cut. Please. Fade the black. Please check us out. <laughs> End it now. Check out, check out this show and the two aftermaths that we recorded this weekend. Hopefully, Tiki won't not have strangled somebody in between then. But we appreciate y'all. Wave bye virtually to everybody. We'll have you boy Cujo back next week as well with the Snack Club. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye, y'all.